The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Hello, folks. Happy Saturday afternoon. This is Dustin Gold right here at the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. This is a special edition, as many of you have figured out. I basically do my show Monday through Friday. I really want to do seven days a week, but it takes me hours upon hours to research the topics that I've been covering and you can tell the way I put the shows together. I go through a lot of articles, a lot of videos, and I really work my ass off for you to put these shows together so that you walk away with a hundred times more knowledge than you had before listening to the show. But, but this is important because it just came across my radar yesterday although it's been floating around for the last couple of days let me show you this because what i huh what i've been focusing on as you know in the first 15 episodes of this show has been the technocracy and the players and the money and the technology that is behind it we started off with ray kurzweil the chief engineer at Google who has been in the technocratic game for decades. And we started off really, really deep showing his thirst, his quest for immortality. He wants to keep his body healthy enough in this world, in this natural world, until he reaches the point where he can completely drug his body and it will rebuild his cells. He thinks that's coming in five, ten years. And then to the point where they could put nanobots inside of his body to completely repair his cells to the point where then he can upload his consciousness to what he calls the AI silicone-based cloud-based neocortex. And so then we, we started with Kurzweil, and we used him to go into Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the Fourth Industrial Revolution of the World Economic Forum. We went into a little bit about Klaus Schwab, the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum. And then we showed you what Elon Musk was working on. We showed you what Dennis Bushnell, the chief scientist at NASA, was talking about in the paper that he wrote on behalf of NASA, published on NASA's website, and how it parallels exactly with what Kurzweil and Musk have been talking about. He even praised them in a speech he gave to FIRE organization, the Future and Review organization. And now we've been working on Lars Butler, who's instrumental in this metaverse matrix, as well as the mind-twinning software, which is actually the software that will process and host your mind-twin, your consciousness. And so it's been deep. Uh, I surprised myself with a lot of the stuff that we talked about, even though I've been researching this for years. 
and I try to boil everything down to layman's terms for you and turn this stuff into bumper sticker slogans so it's easier to understand it, make it a bit entertaining so it's not just enlightening, but you can get through it and laugh because the content is dark and I don't want people to end up blackpilled. I just want to get to the point where all of us can start to have conversations and I will be doing this soon on the show where I will do live shows on pain.tv slash gold where you can call in and hopefully be able to chat similar to um, YouTube. And we can have live discussions because my ultimate goal is to figure out how to live one foot in this matrix and one foot out of this matrix. I wish I could live 100% out of the matrix like the Amish, but for me, that's not realistic right now. I still have to make money and you have to make money within matrix it's just the way the system is set up at this point uh and hopefully we will examine and figure out ways to make more of our money or to be able to grow more of our food or produce more of our own goods so we can make less money therefore not have to go into the matrix as often well i want to congratulate the entire audience for sticking with me because we were vindicated with everything that we've been talking about because of a couple of days ago, Jared Kushner, and I hope you all remember who Jared Kushner is, but he is on a worldwide book tour right now. And Jared Kushner went on Steve Grinnell's um, podcast. Steve Grinnell worked for Donald Trump, and we'll get into that in a moment. And Jared Kushner, as you can see right here, because we forget so easily nowadays, we live in a 24-7 news cycle, and we have the attention spans of gnats with ADD. But right here, Jared Kushner, born January 10th, 1981, nine days before me, so he's only 41 years old, is an American businessman and investor. He served as senior advisor to 45th U.S. President Donald Trump, his father-in-law, since leaving the White House, Kushner founded Affinity Partners, a private equity firm that derives most of its fund from the Saudi government's sovereign wealth fund. And don't worry, because eventually I will get into the Saudi government, the sovereign wealth fund, how they are investing heavily in transhumanism. We will get into all that stuff. It's just right now I had to lay the foundation for the technocracy and their thirst and quest for immortality through nanobot technology and uploading their consciousness to the cloud and then being able to beam that down into biological humans or non-biological nanobot robot suits like Iron Man. So Jared was really the top advisor to Trump during the presidency. And eventually we'll get into some people I know that have personally met him and their feelings about him. Just in full disclosure, Jared Kushner is one of the people that I dislike most in the world. Uh, Ever since he was brought into the Trump administration, I knew that Trump was not serious about resolving the issues in which he campaigned on especially the border issue, which was my main concern. But let me show you what was talked about in this interview. So here's an article from Mediate. Jared Kushner believes he might live forever 
and never die. Remember, give yourself a pat on the back for hanging in here. Take a bow because we were vindicated by the top advisor to President Trump in everything we discussed, as crazy as it sounds, but we proved it all. We proved it all through evidence, through video, through articles, through white papers. Nothing I gave you was fake. Everything comes from the technocrats. And that's how I choose to research, analyze, and present the information that I give to you because I need you to trust me. We, we, we have to have trust between each other. When you share information with me on pain.tv slash gold, I have to trust that you vetted that information. And when I share information with you, you have to know that I vetted that information. Now, I often inject and interject my opinion within my analysis, but I try to be clear with that. When I tell you, this is what I think they're doing, this is what I theorize that they're doing, I try not to mix my opinion with the actual fact. I analyze what these people are saying when we review speeches and articles, because I'm pretty good at that, and I'm great at remembering things and connecting dots. Somebody tweeted me the other day, talking about that and i give credit to my father who was a cop who was pushed out of the police department in the early 1980s for fighting back against city hall and what he believed would was corruption but then he was a private investigator and i grew up with him and going on jobs with him since i was two years old and learning how to investigate and how to research and how to connect dots and how to figure out who is lying and the other thing i do as i mentioned on twitter when I'm talking about these evil plans and trying to put the pieces together of all the different technologies and the players behind them, I really try to put myself in the mind of a psychopath. And Mike talks about it with his background in uh, federal contracting, intelligence and such, where he tries to put his mind uh, into, into the mind of a criminal and understand the grift that they are running the snake oil that they are selling and i do the same i try to put my mind in the eyes of a psychopath but i try to be realistic and understand that if my plan is to wipe out humanity and become a god which they've talked about i don't make that up that's my starting point uh, as yuval harari who's sort of the king philosopher of this whole movement right now I try to look at it from that perspective, but then I say, okay, there's 7.6 billion people worldwide. There's millions of physical structures and properties. So how would I control that entire system or dismantle that entire system without having disease spread that could kill me because there's rotting bodies everywhere or there's buildings that are now dilapidating and falling down just take new york city for instance if everyone was gone the buildings would not be repaired and therefore they'd be rotting and there'd be rats everywhere and before you know it new york city would turn back into a jungle pretty quickly like an actual jungle and so i try to look at it from that perspective and see it through their eyes I really try to look at it through the eyes of a psychopath, the eyes of a mass-murdering genocidal maniac, and try to then put the technologies and the money behind this stuff into perspective and then try to create a map in my head of where they're going, how the technologies work together, how they are building this technocratic prison planet, and what the end goal is going to be.
There are certain topics where I think some of this ties into certain extremist, spiritual, and religious elements, but I, I have to be very careful. Eventually, once we get through the foundation of the technocracy and the players behind it, I will be able to talk more about that on some kind of a uh, a closed platform in which I don't have to worry about being shut down on all of social media and having the podcast taken down, because if that happens, then what's the we're not talking to anyone i'm back to just bitching to my friends and family in my own life which are the people that i want to protect the most but i'm also interested in sharing the knowledge and the research that i have gained over the years as i think you can see i demonstrated through the first 15 episodes of this show so let's just look at this this is just a quick little episode to show you that we are on the right track and that we were just validated by one of the most horrible human beings in my opinion on the planet so jared kushner told richard grinnell he believes there's a strong portability I think they mean probability. He will be among the first humans to achieve eternal life on Earth. Kushner, who is currently on a media tour hawking his White House memoir, and if you follow my Twitter page, I've been making fun of that over the last week because I'm still on the Trump MAGA mailing list, email list, and I get emails about Jared's book every day, uh, believes his potential to achieve immortality might be assisted through science and his exercise routine. Does that not sound eerily familiar to Ray Kurzweil talking about using drugs and using vitamins and minerals and such to keep his body healthy until he reaches this next phase of being able to upload his consciousness to the cloud? His father-in-law, former President Donald Trump, once reportedly theorized the human body is only capable of using so much energy, much like a battery. And I have that clip of Trump, and it's interesting because we're going to get into a technology in which these elitist technocratic engineers want to turn humans into batteries and they're already introducing that into the lexicon through an adoption campaign with a fitbit type device that pulls the energy out of your body and then allows that energy to charge your smart devices that you're carrying around like your phone so they make it cool and hip and tell you how it's going to be green and you're using your body to charge these devices instead of electricity from a plug in the wall folks that's all all part of the adoption campaign to basically turn us into matrix movie like human batteries that is where they're going with this make no mistake you could think i'm crazy but again i will show you the evidence to prove that's where they're going so just get used to the fact that you will be mind blown on this show and i'm sorry If you don't like that, but my job is to tell you the truth and to share this knowledge with you. I'm recording these episodes in part because I have a kid on the way at the end of October, and this is basically my journal for my child so that they can see that daddy was trying to make a difference and daddy did know what was going on. And one day, if they live in a full-blown prison planet, maybe they will have access to this library of content And it will act as a uh, documentation of what the old world once was. Just finish this paragraph quick. That is why 
Uh, that is which is why he is said to refrain from strenuous exercise talking about Trump. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, finish this up, and then I've got to go because I have some prior commitments. This is Dustin Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, folks, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv, and I am back. And I'm going to wrap this up for you because I'm hosting a mini barbecue at the house with some friends who are also over in Poland and my sister and brother-in-law. Anyway, let's just uh, repeat that last paragraph and then we'll move forward. His father-in-law, speaking of Jared Kushner, former President Donald Trump, once reportedly theorized the human body is only capable of using so much energy, much like a battery. That is why he is said to refrain from strenuous exercise. Kushner is not in line with that way of thinking and has been elevating his heart rate since he left the White House last year. He told Grinnell during an interview streamed on YouTube. Trump's former acting director, of National Intelligence, that's Richard Grinnell, asked Kushner about his post-White House routine. Kushner explained he is spending a lot of time with his children and his wife, Ivanka. He is also making an attempt to focus on his physical fitness. And this is what he said. Actually, you know what, folks? Let's just have Jared say it in his own words, and then we will analyze it for you. And then finally, I think that from uh, you know the last year, the one thing I've tried to put a priority on since I left the White House was you know getting some exercise in. I think that there's a, a good probability that my generation is hopefully with the advances in science either you know the the, the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die. And so uh, we need to keep ourselves in in pretty good shape. Did you hear that, folks? Did you hear what he said? Remember, this is coming from the senior advisor, arguably the top advisor, the most influential advisor, the advisor who wielded the most power in the White House, the one who stayed in the White House the entire Trump presidency, the one married to Donald Trump's daughter. Jared said, from the last year, the one thing I've tried to put a priority on since I left the White House was, you know, getting some exercise in. I think that there is a good probability that my generation is hopefully, with the advances in science, either the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die So we need to keep ourselves in pretty good shape. The first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die. And I'm not going to get into it here, folks, but Jared is involved with some serious, whacked out religious views. And we will eventually figure out how I can discuss that without getting... The Pain.TV syndication channels shut down. 
I don't know how it's going to be done, but it's going to be done. I have a good friend of mine who is a 20-year researcher into religions who can talk on this. He's shown me all the evidence, and so this plays a major part into it. Remember, also, Jared is partner now with Saudi Arabia and gets investments from Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia was involved in some of these sort of, I don't know how we put it, like end-of-world type thinking way of thinking i had to be very very careful with this it says um let me continue grinnell did not follow so you know what comes after that i did not edit this out of context grinnell did not ask a follow-up question and kusher went on to explain he also meditates frequently to center himself and so only like four thousand people have watched this on youtube it should be a lot more Now, I did find another article written on this on National Review by Wesley J. Smith. I reached out to Wesley to see if I could get him on the show. Because Wesley's piece here, it's short, but it's good. It says, Jared Kushner might have used the transhumanist in the White House as the title for his new memoir. I like that. Apparently... He has brought into the transhumanist idea, also embraced by the likes of Ray Kurzweil, as we've, we've covered extensively through video and articles, and Zoltan Istvan, that through the wonders of applied science, he can live forever, telling Richard Grinnell in a recent podcast. And so Wesley goes on to say transhumanism is a dangerously utopian materialist social movement that worships technology. It's tied into the technocracy, which is worldwide government led by the engineers and the scientists. And so it says transhumanism believes that a point in time is coming at which the crescendo of scientific breakthroughs known as the singularity will enable us to live forever. And we covered the singularity, big concept coming out of Ray Kurzweil, right? You guys are smart. You're the smartest bunch of podcast listeners out there. I know that because you couldn't stomach me if you weren't already intelligent or at least you had the thirst for knowledge and intelligence. And my job is to not red pill you. My job is not to push you back into the right versus left paradigm and blue pill you. My job is to pull you out completely and gold pill you. Not black pill you, not white pill you, but gold pill you. Show you the real truth, the real future, so that we could figure out how to navigate it in our personal lives. Let me continue. Wesley says the most popular idea is to upload one's mind into a computer and live the good eternal life in cyberspace. But what happens if there's a power outage that shuts down all the servers? Think about this. This is why I I have to research Wesley, but I'd like to get him on because it says the most popular idea is to upload one's mind into a computer and live the good eternal life in cyberspace. Are we not covering that now? I mean, we covered that throughout all the episodes, but now we're even covering it more in depth with Lars Butler and AI Foundation and the mind-twinning software that I almost was involved with. I shared all of my personal intelligence with you, how I almost ended up owning stock in that company by total coincidence. But really, that's what opened my eyes to a lot of this. 
And it's not just about living the eternal life in cyberspace, because remember, Musk and Kurzweil and the rest of them believe they're going to be able to beam their consciousness down from cyberspace into nine biological Iron Man nanobot suits. And it says, Wesley says, but what happens if there is a power outage that shuts down all the servers? Well, have I not brought up to you that the one silver lining in this, the paper tiger has been exposed? Because I told you, and this was original thought from me, I did not take it from anyone else, that their entire technocratic prison planet system Everything from the genetic modification to putting nanobots in the body to hijacking all of our food down to the last blade of grass. Everything they're doing, their Internet of Bodies, Internet of Things, Internet of Everything, relies on the Internet, relies on the energy. But I also keep telling you the energy will be produced from the activity of our brains when it creates energy inside of completing tasks in the metaverse which then unlocks tokens for you which i which i paralleled to the macaque monkey and the elon musk experiments that had the Neuralink put into its brain sucking the banana shake out of the tube and giving a banana at the end if it completed all of its tasks and so that's what will happen to us and wesley knows this this is why i'd like to speak to him He continues, it's fun to make fun, but there's a darkly serious side to transhumanism, a deep nihilism that seeks to replace hope lost when God is rejected and when we are believed to be nothing more than carbon molecules. Folks, you're going to see a video where Deepak Chopra talks about this, and he's allied with the AI Foundation. He has a mind twin of himself already. Did we not hear Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the Fourth Industrial Reich, tell you you have no soul you have no spirit you have no free will you are a hackable animal you are a useless human those who control the data will be the gods of the new era they believe they're going to turn themselves into immortal gods why do you think peter thiel one of the biggest funders of the technocracy has a company called ambrosia ambrosia is a term used in greek mythology it was a concoction that the gods drank for immortality peter thiel's company ambrosia takes blood from young people and injects it into old people while everyone is running around talking about i don't want to say conspiracy theories but talking about you know, drinking children's blood and everything else, which could totally be true. I don't know for sure. But they have public companies that are doing this, taking young blood and injecting it. So they put out these more extreme things you hear about to run cover for the things that are just as extreme. But then they become normalized because you say, well, injecting young blood into an old person is not like drinking adrenochrome. Come on, folks. It's all in front of you. They expose themselves daily because they want to. They don't care that we know because we have not proven to be a threat to them. They don't see a revolution coming. They don't see a resistance. Over the last two years, that was proven to them if they had any doubts, which I do not believe they do. Because they treat us like sheeple. Because we act like it. We act like it.
I just want to continue here with Wesley. To hear more details about the philosophy of transhumanism, you might want to listen to Wesley's Humanized Podcast interview of Istvan, who ran for president in 2016 on the Transhumanist Party ticket, promising to end death and made international headlines by campaigning in a bus converted to look like a coffin. Yes, he's a self-promoter like Trump, but he is also, pardon the pun, deadly serious about this. And apparently, he now has Kushner joining the great transhumanist cause. Folks, give yourself a pat on the back. Reach out to Wesley Smith on Twitter and ask him to come on my podcast because I have a feeling this man has a depth of knowledge. I want to talk to him. You should want to hear from him. But folks, pat yourself on the back because President Trump's top advisor, the most influential person that was in the White House during the Trump administration, just validated all of the work that I did for you on episodes 1 through 15, and he validated all of you. You're not crazy for listening to me. You're not crazy for listening to Mike Moore. You're not crazy for listening to Maria Albanese. You're not crazy for seeking out people like Whitney Webb and Allison McDowell and Jason Burmes and others and Patrick Wood, one of the guys covering the technocracy for many years. You're not crazy. It is real. It is real as far as they talk about it the technology they're producing, researching, developing, manufacturing, the CIA, NQTEL, NSA, FBI, DOD money going into it, it is very, very real. And Jared Kushner, this cyborg, android-like human, in quotes, just validated everything we did over the last 15 episodes and validated all of the time that you invested into listening to me dissect and analyze it and joke about it and blab about it and i feel like this was a moment meant to happen because jared is someone over the years on many podcasts i bashed i exposed i talked about him i dislike him the most out of almost any human that's ever walked the face of the earth and so the fact that he just validated this show the dustin gold standard validated mike moran pain.tv for bringing me on and allowing me to have a voice and validated all of you who have invested your time in me i think there's nothing better that could have happened as far as this show goes in my life it's my wife and my child on the way in october but as far as my my show and this show and this community nothing better could have happened than this little weasel admitting to the tenets of transhumanism and his quest and his thirst for immortality because he wants to be a god just like Yuval Noah Harari and the rest of these psychopathic technocratic serial killer genocidal maniacs folks i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard you're listening to pain.tv have a wonderful saturday and sunday i love you all and keep tuning in because there is much more coming i will continue to expose these bastards the matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control 
in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. 